When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're not talking about politics right now, okay? Hey. Everybody, everybody else in the world is talking about it, so we're not going to talk about it. Right. We're going to talk about fighting. Uh, by the way, Colby Covington was after the uh, debates last night, uh, and after the debate was over, he was at – did you see him, Shane? No, I didn't. I didn't. He was there, and afterwards he goes, best president ever. Uh, so that was uh, Colby. But Col- uh, the people that know Kobe said that he is playing a, uh, he's playing a part – and that's what makes him such a little bitch. He's he being a bitch. Support be Joe Biden. We don't know that. I understand you're doing it for the money, but there's a certain point where you do it for the money that makes you look like a fucking fool. Be yourself. Be a great fighter. And now you're already up. You're already up there. All right. So they're you're saying he's going to fight Masvidal. By the way, Masvidal has now been in charge of touring Florida for the to be in charge of the Republican. I think it's called. I might be butchering it, the Republican anti-socialist movement, uh, where now they have Jorge Masvidal as one of the main speakers. But they are going to fight each other, supposedly, in December in Miami. Man, I think Colby wins this fight. I, I do. Uh, Colby, you cannot work, Colby. It seems like the, 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 the key to MMA now is not taking any breaks. Obviously, you want to take a break or two, but you got to stay in the gym. Stay in the gym. You can't allow yourself to get fat and out of shape, as we saw with the eraser. I mean, granted, when he went into the fight, he looked like, you know, the biggest bodybuilder ever, okay? But then he, he gets – I've never seen a shape shifter like that in my life. But you got to stay in shape. And Kobe, like I said uh, yesterday, Israel Adesanya was in the gym on Monday. Okay, say what you want about the guy. Takes no time off. No time off. And that seems to be the key to MMA. And, well, uh, so. uh, you think Kobe's going to win. I think that Kobe, I, I, might, I do believe Kobe might win against Masvidal, but Masvidal is always fucking dangerous. And Masvidal does know him. And the, the Kobe Covington that said, well, he knows what we used to do. That was a long time ago, Kobe. This is a different Masvidal. This is a Masvidal that is, when, he, when he gets you in a position, he finishes you, period, the end. This is a much more venomous Masvidal than the Masvidal before. But Colby seems like this new training camp, Colby, and I was wrong. I thought that going to a new training camp was going to fuck him up. This new training camp, Colby, with these new coaches that he's got, they seem to be doing a lot better. I mean, that Tyron Woodley fight was a near-perfect fight. But that was a Tyron Woodley not showing up. It was a Kobe good fight for Kobe, but it was more Tyron Woodley not showing up. Masvidal uh, maybe, maybe up. yes or no. I mean, Masvidal who's ever – Tyron Woodley had the best takedown defense in all of MMA, or one of the best. Not anymore. That was a. That was a. Not anymore. It's the truth. Yeah, but not anymore. Based on that one fight, it wasn't like he has. Oh, no, I mean, it's because of the three fights. He there's a passion and there's a focus that he apparently doesn't have like he used to have. And I'm telling you right now, 
I think that Kobe's going to be uh, going against not – he's not going against Woodley. He's going against Masvidal. And Masvidal, if he gets trains and focused, I really do think it's not going to be Kobe outworking him and all this stuff because Kobe's going to get hurt. He's By the way, if you watch that Diego Sanchez fight where uh, Sanchez tried the, in the third round, the, the Masvidal, hands behind the back and ran out, but it was like the flying knee. You, you watch – you see that? Wait, this is his last fight? Yeah, yeah. And then somebody put it next to uh, Masvidal's flying knee, and it was like 10 times slower. And then Ben Askren was like, I wouldn't have fallen for that one. Uh, he actually retweeted wow. it. Freaking Askren's hilarious. Uh, now, okay, so now odds have come out. John Jones versus Israel Adesanya. Jones is the favor. Man, I would love to see that fight. I didn't want to see that fight before this last fight. Against uh, yeah, I don't want to see that fight. I don't know. I mean, we're talking – man, I, I, before I was saying John Jones, John Jones, John Jones, I, I think Israel's a live underdog in this one. I mean, Masvidal, I mean, not Masvidal. Um, John Jones, to me, I'd never give him credit because he's tested too many times. He's fucked up too many times. And even to get the belt taken away because you fucked up. But he's never lost. But he's, uh, never lo- but he's never lost. But you see what I'm saying? But we don't know why he didn't lose. I think he's been juiced like everybody. But, you yeah, but, look, at, but look at Israel. His fucking tit was falling off. And everybody who knows anything about steroids is saying that, like, he has definitely was on some kind of testosterone, didn't want right. to take an estrogen blocker. Oh, so, no, no. I don't. I mean, I'm, I'm saying, but. Uh, uh, who do you think wins the fight, though? Who, who do you think wins? Oh, John Jones. He's so much bigger than Israel. I know Israel is really tall for a 185, but John Jones, he's he's like just thick, dude. If you look at him, like compared to Izzy, I mean, then again, John Jones now is not the same John Jones from like five years ago. You know, his past few fights have been relatively, you know, slower, and there's been a lot of decisions for John Jones. Um, but I think it would be a great fight. But unfortunately, the only place that I want to see John Jones at is at heavyweight right now. So well, I, really, I don't really care about catch weight at 195. Like if they go 195 at a catch weight, tell me that wouldn't be awesome. Because yeah, that would be awesome. Bullshit. I think they're fucking over Stipe. I think Stipe, he should go up and fight Stipe. He should fight Stipe. I think he beat Stipe. I hate to say it. I, I know, but I'm not I am but I'm saying is Stipe deserves that that big bag of money and he deserves a shot. I think Stipe could do a good job, but uh, you know, he shouldn't yeah. be the one he should fight. It should be John Jones and Stipe. I don't know. I mean, first of all, he deserves it. Yeah, I mean, well, he does deserve it, but he's got. But he, but we act. It's so funny when everyone's like, they deserve a big money fight. They are getting millions and millions of dollars to fight. It's not like uh, these guys are. You know, they're not us. Uh, they're not getting. Uh, you know, hundred cents dollars for this gig. Yeah, I mean, come on. I mean, they're, they're still like pretty high paid athletes. I know, but you know what I mean. I think Stipe's a good dude. I think he fought a great fight when he fought against Cormier, and I think that. Um, I don't think that Jones would walk through Stipe. No. I don't think no, but I think it, it would be a good fight. I think if you want to talk shit, go up to that, go up and fight Stipe. That's although, what I although I do got to say, when it seems like these guys are not saving their money based on bare knuckle boxing, because Frank Mir just signed with bare knuckle boxing. Uh, and right. I, don't know, I don't know if I want to see it. Athletes in general, mostly. Now, the NBA has a, uh, has a thing they put in order for people to not end up being broke and living under a car. But now the fighters are starting to deal with that, getting big money and losing it very quickly because they're being, you know, extravagant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's crazy. Joe, I want, to, I want to send you 
the newest thing for Josh Barnett is uh, doing some kind of a bare knuckle boxing, but they're allowing elbows too. Uh, if you post it in the chat on Zoom, I should like just post the link. The chat's disabled, but if you just post the link in the chat on Zoom, I'll just copy and paste it. But uh, you're gonna tell me that you think it is? I think that Wayne is right. John Jones is too big, and I think Israel Sonia would have a problem with the size. I thought he was too big, and I think that also he's better at wrestling. And I think Jones is a smart guy, and and he'll use his size and just get him against the cage and wrestle him, and then just ground and pound him, maybe even submit him. Um, we, we've seen that before. Jones isn't going to go strike for strike. However, Jones also is one of these guys that likes to beat everyone at their own game plan. And if he decides to do that, you're right. Jones is getting long of the tooth. He's also partied so fucking much. Exactly. And I, I mean, cocaine takes years off your life. I mean, Greg Wilson right now, by the way, is 97 years old. Oh, actually, <laughs> actually it would be the opposite way. He's 24 years old. He just looks old. My so age. It's just one of those things where you got to be so careful. Um, so, uh, can you put on screen sharing so I can play this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, okay. wow, Josh Barnett, geez. Josh, no, and I, I love Josh Barnett. I just don't, I don't think bare knuckle boxing is great if you're kind of, uh, a little older. I, I just think this could be kind of, kind of dangerous. Who's he fighting? Like, an orc? Oh my God. <laughs> he look, he's, fight, he's fighting an orc. He's fighting uh, this guy. Yeah, this looks like Gimli versus freaking an orc from Lord of the Rings. Yes, he does. I'm saying, no, it looks like the guy he's fighting, what is what? Yeah, he looks very scary, but it's just stupidity, I think. Uh, I don't know. Now, is that guy a proud boy or Antifa? Because he kind of, he looks like he could be either. He could be either, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, Friday. I mean, tell me you're not going to watch that, though. He, the guy's name is Rosal. I don't uh, even... No, I'm not going to watch that. Um, <laughs> Genesis is the fight organization? Okay? It's like you're in a bad mood, Shang. You all right? No, I'm, no, I'm saying the reason I'm not going to watch it, I'm going to tell you why I'm going to watch it, is this is a certain point where it just gets foolish. And I like, I like him as a fighter, but he's too old for, to be doing this shit. By the way, a lot of people got upset with me last podcast for calling out that you haven't been laid in a, in a while. Uh, I was trying to hook you up with the girl, and I thought maybe she, you were young, man. I thought maybe COVID, there's COVID going around. You can't get laid during COVID. You know how dangerous I know, that is, I, dude. I, I, you I, can. A lot of people were I'm, saying. I'm that, trying like, to, you know, get you back. So I, I, I apologize, Shane. <laughs> no, I wasn't. No, I didn't take it that way. I, I, I thought she was really beautiful. I just thought she's so young, and I'm. Yeah, it, it seems like the girl. I like, I like a woman that's it, but she's got to be in her late 30s, 40s. Yeah. Yeah. You always seem to get a kind of like Lisa Bonet type girl, right? She like you, you get like a like a hipster chick that may or may not shave her vagina. Uh, she's like, <laughs> well, a lot of them, a lot of them had Harry Bush, but uh, but, I, I, was with, I was with that. Does that deter you at all? Uh, no, not at all. Uh, it does for me. I mean, I've never. Right. Only, I mean, it depends how Harry. Uh, but I, you know, I'm still gonna do it. I'm just. It's just a little bit of like, hey, you wanna. You know, trim this up. Yeah. You want to shave each other, you know, like kind of a thing. I just, I, I mean, it's no, yeah, no. The last uh, couple uh, people I was with, they were all uh, bald and beautiful uh, vaginas. Yeah. But if they're hairy, if they're hairy, if they're little wookies, I don't, I don't care. I like. Uh, no, no care, right? I mean, you got I me. Mean, yeah, if it's a wookie, you're gonna still stab. I don't care what somebody says, and so. Yeah, I knew, I knew a girl that was like a playmate that had like a little Playboy bunny bet down there. 
That was kind of chill. I would be like, oh, that's that's cute. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, maybe the UFC logo. If yeah. she had, you know. Green Dog, do your girls have like MAGA? down there <laughs> I, yeah of course i trim it in crazy thing is that wean dog is mexican uh that's like even the right aren't you are you half mexican or i'm you, half mexican yeah yeah who's who's mexican your mom or dad my dad is mexican is he, okay is he, so why don't half of you get <laughs> back over the border so which half of you would go have to go back to its country i'm going to mexico mexico is a awful place to live okay, compared to the united states is, according to who you say you think is great all right, but forget that. All right, so, all right. Uh, back, 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 back to that. So they announced <laughs> that. Uh, that, that, that you, wait, you said you didn't, know, you didn't know that? Is that Mexican? Oh, no, I didn't know that. I look very, I look just racially ambiguous. It's hard to tell what I exactly Joseph am. Joseph Perez. Joseph Perez. I mean, that yeah. doesn't put away. Uh, and by the way, Shane is actually Albano White, if you guys don't know this. So, I don't know if you guys know that. Albano? What is that? Albino. So oh. uh, it came out that the offer has been made out to Dustin Poirier and Conor McGregor to fight each other. Um, they were trying to do some kind of charity fight. The UFC was like, you guys want to fight? We'll just make the fucking fight. Um, who wins this fight? You know what? I mean, Conor obviously won the first one, and it's a matter of is he in Poirier's head? Because uh, Poirier sometimes, uh, he's been showing up a lot lately. I don't know if he saw a mental person or what, but even the Khabib fight, he did pretty well against Khabib. He almost, I wouldn't say he almost subbed him, but he had a pretty tight sub going on. Um, that being said, I, I think Poirier wins this one. I, I think he got over his demons. In the beginning, he was sort of, he got knocked out early. I think he didn't know how hard Connor hit, like almost everyone that fought Connor in the beginning. Eddie Alvarez, Dustin Poirier. They don't, yeah, they don't uh, know. But I, but I really think the kind of like the Max Holloway fight changed uh, Poirier a lot because he just whooped on Max Holloway. And like we've never seen Max Holloway get whooped on before. And I think Poirier wins this, this one. You, Shane? I think it's yeah. a – I mean, if you're going after big fights, I don't think that Conor McGregor should even think about fighting um, Poirier. I don't yeah. – you know, Why? I don't, it's not a – there's so many other people that's more compelling. And even though he beat, um, he beat, he won the last fight um, in the trilogy. It would be a trilogy. I think a trilogy fight would be make more sense and make more money. You mean for with like with like Nate Diaz? You mean? Yeah. 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 I, I th- yeah. Talking about making more money, making more eyeballs to watch it. Um, the Diaz brothers in general are just fucking hardcore, and I like the way they roll. But I'm telling you right now, I think that that fight, people would be like, yeah, let's let's fucking watch a trilogy of that. I, I think it's an easier fight for him, too. Uh, Nate Diaz versus Dustin Poirier. At this, at this point in his career. At, sure. at a certain point, I wouldn't say that. Uh, but at this point, Anthony Njekawani's here. Uh, he's, 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 uh, he's here. Austin Vanderford's here. Austin's late. Uh, so, but we're going to have late? Yes. We're going nice. to have a double interview. Uh, has um uh, somebody's uh, volume's high, right, Joe? Is somebody getting feedback a little bit? Yeah, if you have the option to put like earphones in, go ahead and do that. That'll help a lot, out a lot, or just turn down the volume on your phone or something. So there's no feedback. Okay, yeah. So uh, so we got uh, hey uh, Anthony, are you are you driving somewhere? Yeah, I'm just down. Uh, I was leaving the gym. Can you uh, come back in like ten minutes? Yeah. All right, thanks, brother. Appreciate it. Hi, brother. And, and I just, well, before we jump into it, I want to say this to, uh, to Adam. Uh, I thought Acosta would be a little bit more aggressive and move forward. Real shit, he, he kind of froze. And, and he, froze. he did. He said he was dealing with some kind of injury. 
But, but yeah, he froze. And I think Stylebender just saw that as, oh, you fucked up now. Let's be real. It was weird. It was, that was the yeah, weird. He froze. He yeah. froze. Someone who doesn't froze, though, is Austin Vanderford. Exactly. Austin Vanderford is an <laughs> undefeated fighter in Bellator, kicking everyone's ass. Uh, came off a huge submission, by the way, in Submission Underground. Who did you beat? You beat, like, one of the best guys in the world. Yeah, the the boogeyman, uh, Richie Martinez, tenth yeah. planet. That's huge, yeah. dude. That's that's gigantic. That is that's gigantic. Thank you. And people were saying you were gonna get killed. Everyone was saying, "Oh, it's, it's over, it's over," and you proved them all wrong. Um, and and then then who did you fight after that? Who did you grapple after? You lost some double overtime or something? Or? Yeah, yeah, I lost to uh, uh, a black belt, uh, a guy, Checo, I think. Yeah, is Gabriel Checo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Who's another yeah. really tough guy. So yeah. we had a good go, too. You're murdering it. Now, you recently got COVID. Yes. You and Paige Van Zandt, you were supposed to fight. You got COVID. Yep. And uh, how? what was that experience like? Uh, I, I don't want to downplay it because I do, you know, I, I think especially after going through it, I think it was a, you know, I obviously think it's a real thing and, and all this. But, uh. You know, I, I guess I was just fortunate. It wasn't horrible, um, but it took a couple took a couple weeks to get back to normal. Honestly, my worst symptoms were my fucking hips uh, were so sore and tight. I couldn't bend over and touch my toes. Like, wow. my hips and my body just ached so bad. Um, but other than that, you know, I lost my taste and my smell also, which was kind of weird, and, and it still isn't 100% back. It's still... Uh, you know, it's been a few weeks and still not back on that yet either. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't horrible. You know, I've been a lot more sick uh, in the past. But, you know, I think I was just fortunate. I, I got a strong immune system and, right. and uh, was able to get through it. Did you know you had it before you got tested? No, I didn't. I mean, I was, I was training hard. I was getting ready for – it was a – I think a Thursday night, I got the results. I was supposed to fly out uh, on Sunday for my fight. Um, and, and that night or that day, that Thursday, I had trained in the morning and I actually called into my coach and I was like, man, I, I got to take, I got to take the evening off. I'm just kind of, I'm, I'm feeling run down. I'm tired, uh, which, you know, was no big deal. It was the end of camp, you know, and I kind of chalked all that up to that. And, uh, the funny thing is, is the next day after I got the positive result is when all the symptoms hit me. I'm like, shit, yeah, I must actually really have this. It seems like everyone is the same thing with fighters. Like, yeah, I didn't know I had it, and I was kind of feeling that I got it. Then it was the next day. It was, it was like the worst. Um, yeah. Do you think if you hadn't known you had it, you would have known, like, those symptoms, you would have had those symptoms or, like, was it mental kind of? Um, I don't know. You know, I feel like maybe if I went to – had to take any time off if it would have been you know if covid wasn't a thing at all and i just would have had a little cold like you know yeah. I, I felt like i had there's a chance i would just train through it and it kept going and and all that so i don't really know i almost feel like when i got the positive result and then had to sit out for uh you know a couple weeks i feel like once i started resting i started feeling worse so yeah um, now, now, now your your wife Paige van zant Yes. Put, now, normally, you guys are posting all kinds of like you. You know, you're holding her naked. You're you're eating her <laughs> asshole. You know, she's eating your asshole. <laughs> That's you on know, the OnlyFans. This young couple yeah. love, right? But her thing was, my husband gave me COVID. 
Uh, <laughs> what do I do? Uh, what? what, what see, I guess she was pissed at you. Like, what happened there? Yeah, uh, she wasn't happy with me. So it's kind of like, what the fuck do I do? Do I stay with him? Do I leave? No, no, she. Uh, <laughs> no, she. Uh, she was good with it. You know, I mean. I, it, she was gonna get it. She uses the same damn toothbrush as me for cut out loud. So yeah. she, whatever, whatever one of us gets, the other one gets too. So right, um, yeah. So she got it. I honestly, I think it was a little worse for her. She had she had a killer headache for like five days, and and you know we both had like a high temperature, but it would come down with I, you know, taking ibuprofen. And it was just it's weird. It's a weird uh, weird sickness. Now, um, she recently logged, she posted an ass shot, right? Beautiful ass, okay? Yep. And then somebody, people were making shitty comments to her, and she says, yeah. I'm done with Instagram. Uh, what happened? Yeah. Uh, I, you know what? It was one of those days she just, uh, you know, you kind of, I guess, I guess she goes back and forth, like, you know, some days she lets that stuff get to her a little worse than others, and, uh, you know, I just, I tell her like, fuck, are you really going to allow the opinion of, you know, some like fat dude sitting at home, like ruin, you know, everything you're doing and, and all that. And sometimes it just takes a little of those socks, you know, you can only take so much uh, seeing yeah. shitty things and, and all that. But, uh, but she's doing good now. For now, sure. now my wife, when she's having a rough day at work, people are being mean to her. <laughs> I get shit. She's like, I, even even last night, she was like, I don't know what to do. I can't sleep. Uh, the, the the cats are too stuffy. I'm like, what do you want me to do? Just be there for me, okay? And then I get fucking yelled. I'm, I'm here for you. What? Do you, and I get yelled at. Then I have to kind of be like, okay, babe. Is that how you, I, I would imagine, is it, you go through the same thing? Yeah, for sure. But it's opposite. It's usually me, you know, bitching and complaining. And she's, <laughs> <laughs> the, I, you know, there's uh, definitely, I'd say, uh, you know, I'm the strong shoulder that she can cry on or, you know, talk to about and not to get, not to get all uh, sappy with you for sure. <laughs> but, oh, but no. more often than not, it is me. We had a shitty bed. I was complaining about the bed. Like, fuck, I can't take this bed anymore, you know? And, and then she went out and bought us a really nice bed. Little things like that, you know? But you recently called yourself a simp. You said you're the simp. Uh, yeah. Joe, what, what, what is a simp? You're I don't really know, but my understanding of the word, of the terminology, is someone who, like, sees a very attractive girl, mainly on the internet, and they, like, fall in love with them, and then they just d dedicate their life to trying to <laughs> seduce them or whatever. I don't know. That's <laughs> yeah. what it is? I, I don't close. know. That's awesome. Am I right? Yeah. I don't know. Am I close? I... You know what? I had no fucking clue what it was. I had people calling me a simp, so I thought I'd run with it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's it's it sounds like bullshit. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. I swear to God, people from Alaska are just a different breed, man. Like you are the yeah. most laid back, toughest dude. I think it's because it's like forty guys to every girl in Alaska. <laughs> yeah. So you just like develop a good sense of humor, right? Yeah, for you sure. That should get to you. I mean, can, uh, honestly, like, can we be real honest? Like, most most of these guys would be doing anything for to be in the position I'm in right now. So, <laughs> I, yeah. I don't want to hear any shit from anybody. No, right? one thousand percent. And you know what, Paige is actually a really cool. Both you guys, I, I feel like I know you guys pretty well. 
both really sweet people. Uh, um, but she is very pretty. I have to like not even look at her when I hang out with you guys because I feel like. But he knows that. He, he's like, yeah, I do know that. I so, to, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just staring at her eyes. Do I stare at her tits? Like, yeah, where do exactly. I look what do I do here? I don't know what to do here. Yeah. Is that yeah. why you got that tattoo of an eye on your neck? So guys just look at you instead of like. Exactly. Yeah. It makes it less awkward for the other person. You know, hey, I, nice shitty tattoo on your neck. You know, it kind of breaks the ice a little bit. Are you done with tattoos? No, no, absolutely not. What, are you yeah. gonna, what else are you going to get? Uh, I don't know. They're all so impulsive. Uh, I'm, so I haven't gotten to announce this yet, but on the DL, I'm fighting November 5th. So I'm, I'm just waiting, waiting to announce that. I had, a, I had an opponent change. You know, I had all this shit. So uh, I get a new tattoo after every single fight. So I'm sometimes two, sometimes three, whatever. And, and uh, I don't know yet. I, I, I honestly, I couldn't tell you today. I think maybe the back of my head tattooed or something. Oh, my God. Who are you, who, who are you fighting? I can't say that yet either. The Dylan Dennis? Please say it's Dylan Dennis. <laughs> Dude, oh, man. Oh, it's now. Dylan Dennis. It's Dylan Dennis. It's Dylan tell. Dennis, for real? Wayne, you Look at him. Look at him. Really? You're fighting Dylan Dennis. I can't say. Oh, my God. Look at the smile on his face. That's going to be a huge – well, he, is he 170? He's not 170, is he? Is Dylan I've been losing some way. Yeah, he, he fights at 170. Oh, my God. That would be a huge fight. First of all, Dylan Dennis is 2-0, but he's a great at jiu-jitsu. He's always posting pictures of him and his girlfriends. I'm the best ever. Him and, like, six women. I own MMA, blah, blah, blah. You have the Paige Van Zandt thing. You have your undefeated fighter. You're a wrestler versus jiu-jitsu guy. You got way better striking. I don't know if they'd make that fight, though, because you're 11-0. And he's yeah, I, I'm nine and zero, but yeah, I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, but but we'll see. That, yeah. I think that he'd have a problem because you, your striking is way better and you hit way harder. Oh, so he I think the murder on. I think yeah, I, no, I think it wouldn't be, it would be, it wouldn't be fair <laughs> to be honestly. Yeah. No, I'm not well, just, let, I'm a bitch about it. I'm just saying, like, there's there's levels, and I think yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, we'll we'll put it out in the universe though, because that is a fight that I would <laughs> love. So we'll put it out in the universe. Now, I, 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 I don't want to make this about Paige Van because I'm, I'm, I'm about you, all right? Uh, is Paige there? Is she in the room? Yeah, can we talk to her for about yeah, 15 minutes? Yeah, she all is. Right. You guys can right. say whatever. Hey, no. It's all, so, all game. No, she's doing bare-knuckle boxing, right? Yes, sir. Um, yep. that's, she's a very pretty girl, very marketable. She makes a lot of money on Instagram with her looks. But obviously a great fighter. Seems like she's a, uh, her karate is her background. She's got great can you tell kicks. she's looking? Can yeah, you tell she's kicks. looking right at me right yeah, so now? Keep going, Adam. Keep going. Are you worried yeah. about her face getting fucked up? And have you told her like, hey, this is, like, you know, this is sort of our. our I mean, why are we doing this? No, <laughs> not not a single bit. No, yeah. it would. I would. I would think not, Adam. I mean, yeah. Because I mean, you got to think she's she's been fighting for a while, and it's just part. Of, it's part of it. And that she'll heal up, even if she does get cut. Yeah. she'll heal up, but her face will look the same, and that's just the way it is. Yeah. Adam, Adam, Adam. Yes. How many? How many of these bare knuckle uh, boxing matches have you watched? A lot. You've watched a lot. How many female? How many of the female ones? There hasn't been that many. It's like Rowdy Beck and some other maybe, girls. Maybe it's, 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 for not, sure. Not that many. Not yeah, that many. yeah, yeah. I, you know, I. I think 
obviously there's some opportunity for for cuts and whatnot but i mean and not to take anything away from uh the female fighting it and stuff but we're talking about 120 pound girls you know throwing punches and it with bare knuckles so you're not you can't punch quite as hard or, or you shouldn't you know you got to be careful with your shots and whatnot and and uh you know i've watched a bunch of the fights and and other girls get bruised up and stuff. I, I haven't seen a ton of, like, cuts. Uh, right. The, the thing that I personally worried about the most was breaking her hands and, and uh, the knuckles and whatnot. But uh, you, know, you should see, like, the way that they tape their hands. And Paige is working a lot with Tiago Alves, which he just, you know, mm -hmm. had his fight and uh, talked to us all about it, which he just had his first fight. And, uh, man, the way that they tape their hands and the support – it's almost impossible to break your hands with uh, all right. with the way okay, that, listen, that the, all saying, the protection and as stuff. A, as a as a father, I'm a father now. I have a daughter, and uh, listen, yeah, I, I heard she's I heard she got like a million dollars. I don't know if that's true, uh, but her there's a lot she of. Yeah, very good contract. Yep. Very good contract. Yeah, but I mean, I've watched some of the fights. I think the the female fighters, it's not as it's not as much damage. And they, yeah. they piece each other up. Don't get me wrong. They piece each Absolutely. other up. Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. And, and the punches, I think even the punches, it's more bruise you up than it is cut you up. Yep. Plus the way their hands are taped, it's not as much Dude, have that. you seen that kid from uh, whatever, the kid from Alabama, his fight? Uh, Jason Knight. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dude. He's yeah, okay, that was good. That was, okay, that was a different. Come but, on, but you're t But, but it's again, you women. know. It's different with women. Different. Absolutely. Yeah. No, uh, it's, now, are uh, you are you training her? Are you are you punching her while she's sleeping and stuff, trying to get her? <laughs> yeah, toughening up the knuckles. <laughs> I love her punches. <laughs> <in the head. laughs> are you telling her like, hey, I heard I heard semen kind of tightens the skin. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Such a weirdo. Adam. I'm just I'm just trying. I wanted to ask you a question. So now that you're you got nine wins under your belt, which obviously you're 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 really to to a point where you can ask for more. You can go after some fighters that you really want to go after, and your money yeah. goes up. Do you do you see you making the jump uh, eventually? Because I'm seeing a lot of people in Bellator that, are, you know, get to a point where they're winning, and then they end up over, you know, with the like Michael Chandler kind of thing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, for sure. That's the truth. Michael Chandler made a jump. I think it's going to be the competition in UFC is going to be exactly the same. Bellator got some tough motherfuckers. I don't know. For sure. Why. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, I think for me, uh, most importantly is, you know, right now my uh, my primary focus is, you know, one fight at a time. But but long term goal is I want to be the middleweight champ at at Bellator, and and that's just that's what I got my focus on right now. You um, will be, dude. You will be for Absolutely. sure. And and, and uh, that being said, you know, uh, a lot of it too comes down to financial and and money, and you know, I. I, uh, especially being here at, down, down here in Florida at ATT, you know, you get to do, I fucking train with the best guys in the world. You're, every in Florida day. Now? I, You're in Florida. We're in Florida. Yeah. We've been oh, wow. here for a couple months now, actually. So That's awesome. Good for you. Uh, like, you know, today my, my, uh, main training partner was, uh, Tiago Santos. Like, you know, I got, I got these guys, but not only do I get to train with them and learn from them, like martial arts, I also get to learn like, you know, what they did or what, what they felt like were some mistakes, maybe uh, career-wise and financially and, like, all these things. So uh, I, I'm really fortunate to get to 
to learn from all those guys and get to pick everyone's brain. And so are you training and, uh, with like Montreal yeah. and like and like Poirier and like those? Yeah, guys? yeah. And there's uh man, there's it just every day, man. It's a new fucking guy. It's so but cool, you get man. Roll, like, you get to roll with monsters, which helps you become more monster. That's absolutely, yeah. yeah so, who, so who wins, Masvidal or Colby Covington? Oh, man. Well, I got to go with my teammate now, Masvidal. So. Masvidal, I keep telling Adam. Yeah, but he's from Oregon, though. He's an Oregon boy. That's funny. Yeah. It's hard for Austin to pick this one. Don't, get it. don't sleep on Masvidal. He can close the distance. All right, hold on. Uh, you're right, Dang, Austin, why, why are you picking Masvidal? Uh, I mean, mainly because he's, he's my training partner, or my teammate, and <laughs> yeah. I ain't going away from – no, yeah, but Adam's that. acting like Kobe's going to walk right through him or something. No, no hell no. no. Hell no. Nobody's no. ever walked through Masvidal in the history. No. Of uh, he's tough, man. And, and here's the thing, like, uh, man, at ATT uh, here, dude, the preparation that everyone goes through, like, it, it – this was the the best career move. I mean, and and I wanted to do it. You know, I didn't want it to be a situation where you know I like hit bottom and and uh, I I took a loss or something. It was like, man, I, what am I gonna do? How am I gonna get better? I want to get. I wanted to get that like get to that before that even happened and and uh, get down here and and start learning and training with some of the best, so. That's good, man, um, because you were already awesome, and then, like, now, how's training with uh, Poirier? What's that like? Uh, I haven't actually, he's, I think he's been more at home. I th he's been in, I think he was in the gym when I had COVID. He was here for a couple of weeks, but he, he goes back and forth. I think he lives in uh, Louisiana or, or whatever, yeah, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I haven't, but man i mean there's there's all these russian dudes this uh I, actually my my very best training partner is uh his name's yaroslav amasov i think he's 25 and 0 and he's in bellator oh. and uh the dude is a fucking monster like he he fights at 170 he he beats up everybody in the room he ever say to you like if i win i get your wife <laughs> no he he and I, he's, we're main training partners, so we have our days. We go back and forth, so, you know, I feel good. But, uh, yeah, great guy, great training partner, really, he's a fucking stud, man. So, uh, it's cool, man, just to, to train with all those guys. You know what I think is impressive about, to me, to you, for the stuff I've seen, is the fact that sometimes I see wrestlers that don't have good hands. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, they just can't stand up and bang and – you know, they have their wrestling to go to. I think that you've balanced it out more, and I think the better you get, it's going to be – He's got a chin, though, too, man. His fight, his fight on the contender, he was, like, out, and then he looked over. It was, like, Rocky, and Paige was like, no! <laughs> no. And he came back and beat the fuck out of this dude. Like, yeah, but that's, but that's also – that's a combination of, of both and heart. I think that yeah. – we talked about this before. There's some motherfuckers that don't have – maybe not have the both elements, the stand-up and the wrestling. But if they got that fucking heart, like, yo, you ain't beating me tonight, that can make you, like, beat the shit out of somebody. That's yeah. Dude, you know what's so funny is I literally, in that split second, I had a conversation with myself. And uh, I, I remember getting dropped. And I remember thinking, all right, I got two options right here. I can lay over and I can take a few shots, take an easy way out. Or I could, you know, figure out what we can do. And uh, you never really know what you're – you know, I, I went into autopilot at that point, and, 
and I, I never knew, you never really know like what you're, what you're going to do, uh, in that position until you're there or whatever. So, um, yeah, it, it, it's crazy. That was, you know, they always say like, Oh, you, you learn from all this, shit, you know, from things happening, but that was definitely such a good learning experience for me you know, to, to get dropped on stage. I'm, I'm bombing the first like 10 minutes of the show. Yeah. I got an hour and I'm like, okay, we could drive home after this, blaming ourselves, feeling like shit, blah, blah, blah. Or we could turn around and give it our best shot and see what happens. And like, I feel like I have like a Teddy Atlas in my head. Like I have Teddy <laughs> Atlas screaming like, winners! Teddy Atlas. I have the you Teddy Atlas. Jokes, bro. Yeah, like, so many times I have that in my head, dude. I'm almost like, there's always the time, man. But listen, Austin, dude, you are one of the nicest badass people and uh I'm, I'm so happy to be your friend and uh you, you always get back to me every time i text you you're like we're thinking yeah, seconds man. and uh I'm, I'm really really proud of you man like the sky is Thank the you. limit and uh and, and, you, and you got your head on your shoulders you got a badass wife which is dope <laughs> well, you know what i'm saying you got a badass wifey and you got your like some people i see once they get if you got eight if they're eight no they start yeah. losing their fucking mind and yeah. doing dumb shit and it's good that there's certain people that get back in the gym and know this is my job. I got to stay focused on this shit and not fuck around. Yeah. But I'm not going to lie. I kind of, I, I do kind of miss the pictures of you, like, of her eating your ass on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, we need more hey, of those. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get a wild hair. That, those will be back, man. All that stuff. <laughs> They're coming back. <laughs> I miss those, though. You're fighting. Yeah. <laughs> I would show my yeah. wife and she would just be confused. I'm like, look at Paige and Austin. And she's like, oh. Uh, who asked for this? And I'm like, no. <laughs> Everybody. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's so funny, man. <laughs> like, it was so funny. She's like, this is so obnoxious. I'm like, yeah, but they're laughing. They're having fun. And then, like, Demi Lovato is like, oh, you kids, like, commenting. You got, like, like millions of people commenting on those pictures. Like, Dude, like Demi Lovato like was watching Paige Benz and eat your ass on Instagram. Like, that's fucking, I, I like... That's hilarious. It's my dream, dude. That's, that's awesome. Uh, dude. Yeah. Some of that shit, man. Like, some of the... Dude, we'll do... We, I, I don't know if you guys remember, Adam. Do you remember when uh, uh, Paige posted it? It was... I was talking about... I wanted to see if my wife could drown me. Like, if it was possible. Did you see it? Ever it's see that? Oh. Okay. So, so I, I was taking a bath, and, and Paige walks in, and... And I was like, hey, babe, I want you to try to drown me. I want to see, like, if I, if there's any, you know, you ever wonder that, like, oh, yeah, you know, like, hey, I wonder. So <laughs> she had filmed it. We put it, dude, the next day it was like on the fucking, it wasn't on the Today Show, but it was on like, like, or like New York. And no, it was like a bigger fucking plot. It was crazy. And, <laughs> and this lady, like, how uh you know people out there who who their wives have drowned their husbands and like oh, all God. this shit that's not right drowning your husband exactly yeah obviously we're doing it just having fun it was, it was the highlight of quarantine it was like the first two weeks quarantine yes like yes they were just being complete fucking savages and it was so awkward like there was one where she was holding him his legs were in the air and i'm not kidding you could see his ass cheek. You could see it was like her, his face was covering her beads. And then they had like yeah. a, a quote that was like, shoot for the stars or some fucking this ridiculous quote that had yeah. nothing to do with it. But that's what makes it funnier. Yeah. yeah. 
it was it was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Keep doing that. Anyway, listen. Well. Thank you for everything. Uh, can't wait till November fourth, right? November fifth. When is it? On uh, November fifth, because Bellator is doing Thursdays now. So I think it's right. the yeah. Two yeah. days after the election, everyone will be really happy. Oh right, fuck. Well. <laughs> yeah, let's not even go there, fucking. Right. Yeah, yeah. Ain't let's leave there. that shit alone. Well, thank you. I think that I think that you are absolutely the way I see that you focused. I watched some videos on you. I like the fact you're doing it because I'm gonna tell you right now. My the reason I was so fucked up is sometimes you lose focus or you start getting some loot and you For just sure. oh, fuck the gym. No, no, <laughs> you know? no, yeah. yeah, you don't. You you focus on both, so that's dope. Yeah. Absolutely, thank you guys. Yeah, good to see you guys. Yep. Yeah. Take care, good brother. You. Take care. Take care. Awesome. Yep. Later, brother. All right. So because definitely. do you think he's gonna be? I think he's definitely man. He he's definitely man. He's 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 like he's a workhorse. Right. Uh, and he's got everything. He does everything really well. He's sort of like a Colby. Hear me out. Hear me out. Aust Austin Vanderford, after he gets that belt in Bellator, there's only one man that the UFC will let him come over and whoop his ass, or at least try to. And his name is Kamzat Chemayev. Just think of that fight for one second. Oh, my God. Champ, whatever the hell's name is, Kamzat Chemayev versus Austin Vanderford. I think Austin is the biggest nightmare for someone like Chemayev, who we don't really know too much about. He's like he's 170, but also 185, dominant wrestler, striker. But, yeah, but weight-wise, weight he'd have to – yeah, he'd have to – Really I think it should be like MMA, like, like WWE, big, where if Austin's losing, like Paige flashes him, and then he hits him. And and then he, he's like, you can do it! Titties! No, then, no, 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 he, she flashes to Maya to distract him, and then Austin hits him from behind and, like, gets the choke in. Like, like they should, like, set that up, you know? like a great uh, strategy, dude. Anyway, uh, because I kicked out Angel Guarani, he can't get back in. So we're going to end the meeting, and then I'm going to start a new meeting. I'm going to text you guys a link, and we're, we're going to start back again, okay? Okay. Right. Just cut it together until Anthony comes on. Hey, yeah. By the way, they um they they just uh Paige Van Zandt just posted a, a video of Austin dancing in his tidy whities during the interview. Was so, she posted uh, it to Instagram? Yeah, 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 yeah. Did she at least say go listen to the MMA Roasted podcast? Said, uh, <laughs> uh, how Austin does his interviews with Adam Comedian. Business on top, party on the bottom, and he's dancing in his in his uh boxers. Oh, at least they tagged you. That's great, dude. Well, that's good. The, the tag is good because it'll drive traffic. So, dude, I got more. I. I, I got a, a, over a thousand new followers on Twitter, but they're all MAGA Make America yesterday. Because all I posted was, because uh, I heard that Biden was going to have an earpiece, right? So I said, man, it would be great if a 15 year old hacked it and I started giving them the I saw that. lyrics to WAP, right? But that was a funny joke. Like, uh, and then uh, some, like Dave Rubin, who was like one of my old best friends back in the day, who we gave out flyers together in New York City. Is now a huge like uh, right uh, political. He's, right, he's a right wing. He's a right wing. Uh, uh, I don't want to. I'm not gonna go there. But he's, a little, he's, he's a commentator. A little, no, he's a, he's a commentator. He's a little extreme. Look extreme. Well, like we started doing comedy together. We used to like. I, we were best friends. He like retweeted it, and it just fucking blew up. Like it just. I mean, now yeah, I. Yeah, but the thing is, I, I've had stuff like that happen, and what they do is they'll follow you, follow you, then they drop off, and they they drop off. Well, I mean, I'm not. I mean, they're gonna drop off when they see I'm making Trump jokes. They're gonna be like, "What the fuck?" Like, yeah, exactly. So I've had people jump on, but people jump on with me to to argue with me, and they stay on just to talk shit back and forth. So I'm like, anyway, it goes. You're on here, motherfucker. So you know, and I never like censor them. I'm like, say whatever the fuck you want, but understand, I'm gonna say some shit back. So if you can handle that and not be a bitch, 
And they're like, why are you going to say I'm going to be a bitch? I said, that's exactly what why bitches do. Yeah. You're doing what bitches do. Stop it, dude. Let's just have a dialogue, talk some shit. More people will fucking retweet our stuff and let's go from there. So that's why I don't, I don't, it doesn't bother me that way. But I'm going to tell you, some of the fighters, like some of the people you've interviewed, and I love Fry. Fry is the fucking best, dude. I mean, I saw him in a movie on Netflix or, or Amazon, where, in this horror movie, where he was like, yeah, we got to make sure we get these goddamn fucking uh, <laughs> monsters out of these woods. I mean, it was the best worst shit in the world. It was the Don Fry is classic. I mean, Don classic is great. I watched some of his fights. <laughs> that motherfucker was just a monster. Monster, but he's also like one of the nicest guys. Like, I right, right, right. You shout. He wanted your number because he wanted to make sure you weren't mad at him. Oh yeah, no, I was, but I was. I'm not. Like, I think if I start talking with my hands, people think that I'm mad. I'm like, sometimes I'm just like, no, that's some bullshit. Like, yeah. like yeah, I'm saying he's a very sensitive guy. Like, he, you know, you know, I find people all across the board. They're just some people that are just really nice, and the people that who I view their politics, but they're assholes, and the people that I don't give their politics, but they're great people. Uh, you right. know, and uh, all right, there's some people that I like hit me up that uh, are Republicans and the right wing Republicans, and they and they said, "Well, man, what did you?" They asked me, "What did you think of the debate?" And I said, "It was a fucking shit show, period. It was a shit show. It was a bunch of bullshit." And they're like, "Yeah, man, so it's cool. So are uh, you gonna go to dinner?" And that's literally how we like we talk. Yeah. So I don't give a fuck about all that. Like I separated a lot of times. Like I'd go hang out with Ween. Now I wouldn't. I wouldn't hang out with Ween when it's hitting on girls because he uses guns to their heads. Like, <laughs> but but aside from that, you know what I'm saying. Other than choking chicks out, politics are meant to divide wire. us, dude. They're, they're, it's, I, I just think it's all constructed to, to divide the American people. So if we just look past it, we should have no problem, you know, loving one another for who we are. That was kind of gay. I'm gonna cut that out. No, no. Uh, so Holly Holm <laughs> fighting Saturday night. Holly Holm versus Irene Aldana. Uh, Holly Holm beats everyone that she should beat and then loses to, like, the bigger names. So... I'm well, no. Holly Holm, no. Holly Holm doesn't always lose to the bigger names. But she... Well, she, she Ronda Rousey. That was a huge... Right. That's, to me, that's that the, the biggest... biggest yeah. I think, yeah, exactly, Wayne. I think that she's beat but since the then, biggest name in it. But since then, she's lost to Nunez. She lost to Cyborg. And it was Nunez. That's what I'm saying. That the, she loses to the biggest names. Cyborg, Nunez. And while I thought she beat Jermanda Raname, technically that was a loss. So that's what I'm saying. Sure, but, but yeah, but it was, but that was a bull, that was some big, that was bullshit. You know that. Come on. That was, that, I was so angry after that fight, dude. Such I was bullshit. heated. Yeah. Come on, Adam. Didn't you, didn't you say like, I, 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 I made sure I hit some people up and said, did you see that magical fucking shit they did? That was crazy. She won that fight. Was also, she got hit like three times, like 10 seconds after the bell. Uh, that like was rocked weird. her too, like significant, like, significant strikes. That was, that, she should have been disqualified. And you can't even say, well, though, GD, I mean, GDR had like, they were calling her the Anderson Silva of WMMA when she first came in. She was like 97 or no in kickboxing. She obviously knows the rules and knows when the bell rings, you can't keep going. Uh, something happened with her. And she's also like the sweetest person. She like asked me out kind of on a, one of the podcasts. Well, not really, but she's like, when are you taking me on a date? And I was, I, I was actually thinking about it because I was like, well, that's kind of interesting. Uh, but, um, but yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you thought about it like, hmm, that might be. I, I was like, you know, I mean, fuck it, right? You got to have, I mean, anyway, that's, that's here nor there. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a married man now with, with a daughter. My, my life was exponentially different back then. I mean, 
there was a time that I was, you know, porn stars and strippers and fighters and yada yada. Well, I think you made a great choice. I, when I first met you, when I met met your, met your girl, I was like, I don't make like I thought you were gonna make some horrible choice or some shit. No, my girl is amazing, but yeah, I'm, you I'm met dead. somebody that's fucking dope, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. He 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 amped it up a little bit there. Adam has lived the life that millions and millions of dudes would kill for. Well, I also picked there when I was 40 years old. I, I, I got married when I was 40. I think a lot of people, and if you're listening to this, guys, don't settle for the first chick that wants to, like, fuck you, you know, or don't settle because you think your time is, 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 is coming up. People, like, they just, they cast everything. Like, oh, I got to get married by 24 because my friends are getting married, or 27. There's not a time stamp. Marry the person when you're ready, who you fall in love with, and yeah. and live with the, and live with the person first, because I would have been married twice if I wouldn't have lived with these fucking people. But heard the first two, and then realized, well, this was not this is not the person I should. It's not gonna with. work, right? You're right, 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 yeah. right. I think people make the mistake of just getting married and not living with the person, uh, because you might not know things like they're an alcoholic or. They're psychotic, or right, or they're a Satan worshiper, or yeah, they stop going. I did not know you worship Satan. Or something, you know. I mean, stop going to the gym is a deal breaker. But you know, you want your person to. You want your. uh, I I find that being mentally fit is also being physically fit is mental fitness. You know, like I I go to the gym. My my gym is therapy for me. Like that's legit therapy. Well, I I actually I feel like the gym for me was more like uh, get my aggression out. And then I felt more chill. Does that make sense? What I'm saying? Of course. Because you you've been around like Adam actually has been in conflicts with comedians, where comics are acting shitty and there's no reason for it, and we're just trying to get our shows off and have fun and do shows. And then they act shitty, and part of me goes into, man, man, maybe we should go outside and fight. Fuck the <laughs> show. And then, but I now I think when you you put that aggression in the gym, it's kind of like, okay, I'm good. I don't need to do that oh dude no totally man i mean and you have nothing to prove that's why you almost never see these fighters get into fights off outside of the octagon because they have nothing to prove you know right. i mean they know they could fucking murder these people Conor, except for conor mcgregor it's like me uh, yeah well i feel conor like mcgregor that. has done some and and uh, conor mcgregor and what's the other guy he's gonna fight um mike perry perry is kind of that kind of guy too but i also think with conor mcgregor people know that like if they get into a fight with him, they're gonna get a paycheck. I mean, he he's he's a he's a, he's a, he's a mark. People look at him and go, "If this dude fights me right now, I'm gonna get paid," because oh, that's so be- fucking that's so fucked up and horrible. There's gonna be a settlement, but you see, that's the way they are. They're, they're walking dollar signs because they know if this guy punches you, uh, I'm gonna you know that that happens all the time with people. I mean, but, but somebody like Colby Covington, I think, or you know. They're, he's not as recognizable. Maybe Colby is now, but these other he fighters. He is now. No, he is now, especially after this last fight. I think that he but is like, now. But like Khabib walks into a bar right now. Most people are not going to know who Khabib is. No, I disagree. He's he's a huge star. He's huge. Yeah, yeah I'm not talking about in Dagestan or in Russia. I'm no, saying, I'm talking about here. You go to a local bar and you see Khabib sitting at the bar. You don't know that's Khabib. Maybe you will or Joe will. Nine out of ten people. But you'll see the cauliflower ear. Yeah. And you'll see Dead the other giveaway. one. And you'll see the flat nose. And you're like, I don't want to fuck with this guy. But no, you're not going to think if this guy punches me, I'm going to make a million dollars. McGregor walks into a bar. He's got an entourage. He's fucking making me a rain. He's probably wearing a million dollar suit. 
idiots think if I get in a fight with this guy, I'm getting a paycheck. So you think that it, a lot of people are just uh, fucking with him to get the check, but it's like you have to have the temperament to go, I get what they're doing, get the fuck away from them. Yeah, and he doesn't. I, I think that he's also that's the dumb. That's dumb to me. It's like if I know I'm a like if prize fighters go, you know what? I know I'm a prize fighter. I could fuck you up. Let me leave the bar. And then the, some people stand stay and go. You know what? Let me show you I can fuck you up. And that's just stupid. Well, also, but that's, at, the, at the very same time, we don't know how many people. Yo, Anthony, is this Anthony? Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, I think a lot of time, uh, trying to get him back on the thing. He was supposed to come yesterday. He forgot about it. Then he came 20 minutes late today. And I hate when I have two people on at the same time because I feel like I'm not giving them the interview that they deserve. Yeah, 100%. I'm going, hey, 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 hey. And it's more like an open round discussion. So I told him to come back. But, what, but Zoom is they're fucking crazy. If you kick someone out of the meeting in Zoom, they can't come back. Uh, That's you why you got to gotta stop. You got to restart gotta start, the whole restart. thing, right? Yeah. So now I'm messaging Anthony and Jigawani on Instagram like, hey, come. Oh, here he is. So I'm just saying that, like, this is the shit that goes on in my head when you don't have anybody working for you except for Ween Dog. Uh, <laughs> but so. you're getting it done, though, man. If you weren't getting it done, now, come on, man. You got people... Now, you got coming after me, so. <laughs> well, this guy right here, Anthony Angelovani, is one of the best kickboxers, uh, one of the best fighters. This dude is a, a, one of the nicest guys. You ever meet someone, Shang, and you just know that, like, they're a nice person? Um, is it, they're a nice person that could kick your shin through your asshole. Yes, yes. <laughs> but he yeah, also. They wanted to. He, 1,000%. But this guy has come to a bunch of my shows, always been nice. Um, then he invited me to take his Muay Thai class in Vegas. I took his class, which was awesome. He held the mitts for me. Only in Las Vegas will you get a guy who's fought the WEC and UFC and now won championship, like, invite you to their gym. Like, and it's you and, like, ten other fucking out-of-shape fat dudes and, and him giving us, like, <laughs> it, was, it was awesome. It was one of the best experiences. And he didn't even charge me. I was like, I, I go, how much should I pay? He goes, don't worry, it's, it's, it's on me. Like, this is, the, this is the kind of dude he is. Uh, Anthony, how are you, man? I'm doing good. How about yourself, brother? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Now, also, his girlfriend. Are you still with that girl? Yeah. Okay. His girlfriend, because I'm going to say this, and they're, they're broken up, and then I'm an asshole, is beyond smoking hot, right? So <laughs> the girl's mom was hot. Her, mo her mom was a professional kickboxer. Her mom okay, looked like... Why are you looking at her mom? Dude, her mom is like, was like one of the OGs, Lisa King. Right. He was a fighter. The daughter is beyond smoking hot. They both come to my show. And, I, and during my show, I, t I, t I say I want to come on her and her mom's chest or something. And yeah, you embarrass the shit out of me. <laughs> I have never seen a black person blush before. Because it's, like it's a different color. Like, like, it kind of turns purple. Well, you, first, first off, you got to tell them the story that you were saying <laughs> before, before anything else. Yeah, I was saying that, like, you know, it was a whole joke. Anyway, how are you, man? Now, you, you signed with one championship, right? Yes. Did, did, for about, for about almost two years now. Have you gotten a fight with them? What's going on? Um, well, my well, my first my debut fight was with uh, was against uh, uh, Andy Sauer, and mm -hmm. that was back in 2018. Uh, yep. Um, then I fought Regan Ursel 2019. Then I got another fight at the ending of uh, 2019. But then until then, I've been I've been like stuck. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I, I know that. I mean, like, if I come up, I saw you on, on uh, Instagram post big news coming soon. 
Yeah, because at first I thought something was going to happen, and then they hit me with uh, with some bad news that we're not able to travel out out of uh, out of the country yet. So that's uh, what I'm waiting for right now. But they said maybe at the in- ending of October or beginning of November. Okay, oh, that's excellent. Good. excellent. That's good because this dude, I, I was looking at like first of all, you came over here, you and your brother, who big win by the way in the LFA. Which, oh, I don't even know why Bellator cut him. That was so stupid. He's always an yeah. exciting fighter. Yeah, that's a long story with that one. Yeah, I mean, no, he must have pissed, he must have banged someone's wife, but um, <laughs> but like, but city is awesome. So you, you came uh, here when you were three years old from Nigeria, right? Yeah, yeah. I came. Um, we're running. We're trying to get away from all that whole thing that was going out there um, back in 1983. Well, 1980, 1982. Uh, all that civil war and everything was going on. So we migrated over to America. Uh, well, my dad came out here first. And then luckily when uh, he got a good job, made some money, he brought us out here. And then uh, that was like 1983. I was like three years old. And then ever since then, we uh, stayed out in Texas, um, uh, basically all my life. And then until I moved out here to in Las Vegas back in 2008. Now, what is it about Nigerians that they could kick everyone's asses? Because you got... You and your brother, you had, uh, before that, you had Sokaju, who was like one of my, who was yeah. like the OG. Uh, but now you have, uh, you got Ngannou. Usman, Stylebender, um, is it Nganu from Nigeria? Uh, uh, I think he's from Cameroon. 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 Yes, Cameroon. Oh, Congo, but, I think. But Stylebender, and, and Stylebender is one of the ones I've seen that actually, he was pushing that out there right off the bat. Now, are Nigerians just tougher people? Well, what we have to go through, I, uh, I hope so. <laughs> I mean, when you're, when you're running from chickens and goats every damn day and fighting elephants and stuff, I, Fuck. I'm afraid, you know. Yeah. I think it's in your DNA. We, we, we come from a harsh environment, so it's like yeah. the Russians, how tough the Russians are. Yeah. yeah. We come from, we come yeah. from the same thing. Yeah, you're right. Because a lot of, like, a lot of Russian fighters, they have this extra grit. And especially if you look at Khabib, like, you know, wrestling bears and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, if I were you, I would bang. Honestly, leave your girlfriend, find a Dagestani girl. You guys will produce the toughest person <laughs> ever. If someone is Nigerian and Dagestani, I mean, like, well, that would be. Combination? What are you going to That would be, be a great combination, man. It'd be a, a house of uh, unbreakables. Yeah. Dude, when I, when I used to work on cruise ships, uh, the Eastern European girls, I guess there aren't a lot of black people on uh, where they were from. The black yeah. dudes would fucking clean up with those girls. Uh, oh, they would bang all the chicks from Romania and uh, Kazakhstan. So, uh, and I, I'm just saying, if it doesn't work out, Carnival Cruise Line. Um, <laughs> no, 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 you were, no, you came here, you were three, you were 24 and 0, and you were the Kansas State kickboxing champion. Yeah. I mean, what was that like? It was wild fighting in Kansas. Um, it was, it was a what? What was it? It was a, it was a two weeks two weeks notice fight, and then I had to fight this ginormous kid that was like six three six two fighting at uh one fifty five at that time. Yeah, he, but yeah, he was a big guy, and I had two weeks notice. Uh, went in there and actually just knocked him out in the first first round. Wow. Yeah. Wow. But you got bullied a lot, right? Yeah, I took the belt that he was supposed to. So they got, they actually made that belt for him. And yeah, so they were thinking that he was gonna knock me out because I was such on the rise at that time. Because I actually 
uh, knocked out uh, an old Ultimate Fighters uh, fighter. Wow. I don't know if you watch my uh, highlight video, you'll see who he is. I, I had him laid up in the fetal position. Wow. So, uh, so, so when he, they, they, they made the belt for him. It was a guy banging a sheep on the belt, and you had to, like, wear that out? Was that, was that, was that what it was? <laughs> no, was, was? But you know what? I think that in your situation, honestly, I think it's the reason people get in sleep, they get, you slept a lot of people, is they underestimate you. Yeah. And I think right. that they come in thinking, oh, yeah, whatever, you don't have And then all of a sudden, it's like... <laughs> Especially when they're especially when they're like three feet taller than me. Yeah, they, so they assume. Yeah, yeah they assume. So, yeah, yeah. So we thought he was gonna come out there and like just take me out, but then I ended up taking him out and taking the belt that he was supposed to get. Well, dude, then like your WEC fights were awesome. Uh, the ones you won. Um, but the fights against like horror deck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, put you up yeah, against. That, that was a weird little tag. You put I know. Up. I know. They were all awesome. That's a, that's a, that's a little sneak and jab right there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, other than the ones you lost, bro. The ones I lost to are some good fights when they were work. They were good. It's not as good as the ones you won. For me, I wanted to win. Uh, but, you, but when you knocked out Hardecki, I mean, they put you out against Bart Palachewski, who at that time was like the poster boy for that. Yeah, um, yeah. As well as Hardecki. Then you get to the UFC because it acquires UFC. Your first fight in the UFC was against Barboza. Yeah. Right. That is just, that's a leap and a half for your ass right there. You got to yeah. admit. But actually, I was, happy, I was really happy about that fight because it allowed me to, to see what I, can, what I can do. It allowed me to prove myself, especially to the world. And then we ended up going out there and like pretty much giving out, giving the crowd a really good, uh, really good show. Yeah, you got fired of the night. Yeah, and in in New New York. Wow. I think when I watch I watch videos of you, I I, I just see your you you don't like it's like weird you you kind of lull people into oh oh shit it's more like that I've, every time I've seen it, you seem like more like I didn't see that coming oh fuck. <laughs> Yeah. I like to I like to sneak it in, you know. You you beat John McDessie, uh and then it, it seemed like the re the wrestlers sometimes gave you a little trouble, like Ben Henderson, right? Some of those guys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh at that time I didn't get a chance to actually like uh go to a wrestling school because during that time our, our coaches didn't allow us to, you know, cross train at other gyms. So when I needed to wrestle, when I needed to practice summer wrestling, I wasn't able to do it at that time. But then now, I guess they finally figured out that we need that on top of doing jiu-jitsu, doing everything else. So they're allowing us to go to Extreme Couture and, and train over there with them doing wrestling. Now, you're a, you're, you're a coach, uh, One Kick Nick, right? Is he still your coach? Mm -hmm. Yes. He, he, he opened up a crypto strip club. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Have you been to it? No, it didn't last too long. Uh, Phil no. I think it was open, open and closing. It was. Well, I mean, they, they, they put they put Phil Baroni in charge of it. Uh, so. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what happens when like, yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, not gonna go into details on that, but yeah, Phil, he's he's a character. Were you involved in that at all, or no? No, I wish I was. I, I would have helped him out a lot if I was able to get into it. But hey, Phil, well, Phil, okay. to, <laughs> Phil well, was available, so Phil took it. <laughs> you now that you said you can get more wrestling in because if you watch your highlights because i watched a lot of your highlights it's like to me it's um it seems like you don't really get in that situation that much it's like you're always your head kicking somebody unconscious 
No, I'm serious. Like you, 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 you close the distance, you step back, and then even when they go to shoot, you just seem like before their head could get down low enough to shoot, they're done. I'm looked at four different clips here, and that's been the case. So if you get your wrestling, you want, the, the wrestling you said is is something that you wanted to do and get that up because you you seem like more like the assassin thing kind of fits you. Mm. Oh, I appreciate that. Um, now that especially when. Uh, John Fish came down to our gym and he was training with us for uh, for a while. He was actually our wrestling coach, um, but then unfortunately he had to move back to California. So we were training with him for about a couple uh, about a couple two couple years, I would say. And then finally we were able to. Once he left, it sucked because he was a great uh, wrestling coach and he showed us like a lot of stuff that helped us out in, to improve our game. And then uh, once he left. Uh, that's when our coaches allowed us to uh, saw that we needed to continue our wrestling and saw that uh, uh, that going to extreme going to extreme would actually help help us out to improve in our wrestling game. And ever since then, uh, my wrestling and my gist has gotten better. And now, now yeah, are, you, are, you, are you are you are you doing one for MMA or for kickboxing? Right now, one I was signed. I was supposed to do both, kickboxing and uh, and MMA, but somehow I was only doing kickboxing at that time. And then um, uh, because I won that uh, triumphant uh, championship belt, so I was only doing kickboxing because of me winning that belt with them. So now uh, we asked them if I can start doing both. So I have to re-sign on a new contract for both MMA and uh, Muay Thai. Now you're 40, but you look like you're 23. Like, how do you, how do, you do this? How do you keep- Black don't crack, that's why. <laughs> black don't crack and I take care of myself. <laughs> I mean, Shang is black, but he looks 90. So, uh, just, just kidding. By the way, Shang is a very, I don't know if you know Shang, he's one of the funniest comics. Shang's one of the funniest comics alive. Uh, I think I've seen, I think I've seen a, a video of Shane on, uh, on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. Were, you, were you ever on, like, Comic View back in the day? Yeah, I was on there for nine yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah, I saw a couple of you stuff on there. Yeah. yeah. So, I, w- I want to ask just, Adam. I just want to ask, like I watch I, when I watch the videos of you. I just see. So when you train, do you ever think about the fact that a wrestler could? Since your wrestling is not as you said, you said it yourself. You had to get your wrestling up to, to stuff yeah. your kickboxing. Do you ever like when you go into that worry about that more? Because I would think it. It's just you're such a great stand-up fighter. You know. I mean, since I've been doing it for a very long time, I only I don't even think that way. I just think about going out there, having fun, and completing the work, and then just enjoying myself afterwards. Because no, no. once I too, yeah, once I put too much in my head, then that's when I start fucking myself up. And now Vince, said you, Vince, Vince said you poked him in the eye. I said it was an accident. Uh, did you poke? Vince? Him? Yeah, Vince. No. Poked, you poked, Vince you poked, poked me in the eye twice. <laughs> he said you poked him in the eye. Uh, and oh. then he, and then he poked you back. It was like a Three Stooges kind of thing. Yeah, uh, right. Vince poked me in the eye twice, and then I had to get him back. Oh, okay. All right. So, so for the record, because he for always, the record, it was a repoke. It was a, <laughs> yeah. it was a repoke. Now, what? Do well, you mine, think? well, well, mine, well, mine was on accident. So this is, I, I believe, was on purpose. Okay. All right. We're gonna th- we're gonna have to ask Vince about this. Now, what did you think about Stylebender having sex with Costa in the octagon after he won? Oh, man, that was too funny. <laughs> But hey, that's Stylebender, man. That's that's his thing. That's what he likes. I think that was a little bit weird, though. It was it was a little too much. I wouldn't have done something like that. I would have celebrated, yeah, like how he like he celebrated, but I wouldn't go out and fuck somebody in the ass like that. That was a little. (laughs) That was a little. That was a little. Uh, 
but he's, <laughs> he's, he, he, but he did, he really did all the shit that Costa talked, and he talked crazy shit. He didn't back up none yeah. of it. I mean, that's the reason why I don't blame him for, for reacting the way that he, he was reacting because Costa did talk like a bunch of shit. Um, but, yeah, I wouldn't poke somebody in the butt. Yeah, <laughs> right, so, you know, he didn't talk that much shit. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about upcoming fights. Who wins, Colby Covington or Masvidal? Oh, Masvidal. Masvidal. Really? Why? Dude, man. That's a tough Hispanic, bro. Or Puerto Rican. What? He's Puerto Rican, right? He's yeah, Cuban. Yeah. He's Cuban. Oh, uh, uh, again, I keep telling Kobe's used to using a lot of volume, but I haven't seen even though because Woodley Woodley didn't use that close the distance. Fucking Masvidal, yeah. I, right. I haven't you seen. Gotta, you got to do better than he, he, he's a tough Hispanic though. I mean, that's not really. Yeah, you got to be. Yeah, you say that. <laughs> but, I mean, come on. Like, why else is he gonna win other than he's a tough Hispanic? Oh yeah, he eats hot spicy foods. <laughs> he has great boxing. One. Yes. I feel like his I feel like his stand-up is completely is on another level than Kobe's. Even though Kobe does have endurance, Kobe has the wrestling. But I think uh his style will overpower all that, especially if he keeps himself moving. All right. For Masvidal, I mean. Masvidal. And this will be an in at the in in camp Masvidal as opposed to the way he fought with a week's notice. I'd still say, man, that was a week notice. You gotta, you gotta give him some credit for doing as well as he did. Even, yeah, even for a week's notice, you saw how he was doing. He was barely being able to get taken down. He was barely being able to get dominated, and he still came out there and he still put a he still put on a good show with his uh, with his right. stand. And, and got paid. I heard he got paid, paid, paid. Yeah. Oh yeah, he. Oh yeah, he. Is that true? My boy said. My boy said, "Don't get it twisted. Masvidal may have lost, but he did win." Is oh yeah. True? Oh yeah, he got paid. <laughs> <laughs> he got paid real nice. All right, I'm, I'm, all right. I'm the rematch of uh, McGregor versus Poirier. McGregor versus Poirier. Ah oh, man, I think uh, Dustin's gonna whoop his ass this time. Wow, Adam said the same shit. Wow. I, yeah, because the first time he fought Dustin, it was a completely different type of Dustin. He was Dustin knew that he was able to get into his head, and he didn't quite like Dustin. Now, this time around, this Dustin is completely different in the mind. So his fighting is going to be completely different as well. He's going to be more relaxed, more uh, welcome to doing whatever he wants to do in that ring. And so that's why I feel like, I mean, in that case, so I feel like he's just going to come out there and just explode on him. Uh, wow, Ortega, Adam, you were on point. You were Ortega, super on point. Ortega versus Korean Zombie. <laughs> Shoot. That's a tough one. I'll take Korean Zombie. Wean dog? Korean zombie all day, dude. Yeah. He's hungry. He's extremely hungry now. So he's just gonna come out there and Yeah, unfortunately, I like Ortega a lot. I, I like him a lot. But I think I honestly I think Korean zombie's gonna murk him. Yeah. Fuck, but I really like him a lot though, but No, uh, trust me, I like I feel like I feel the same way too. I like Ortega too and I like his style, but I feel like Korean zombie is like he's a revamped Korean, Korean zombie. And I think he's gonna be more smarter in his fights. And just come out there like he did last time, and just like uh, work instead of instead of uh, instead of force. You understand? Yeah. So I feel like he's gonna be more relaxed, more elusive, and yeah, he's gonna. I feel like he's gonna dominate that fight. Khabib versus Gaethje. Oh shit! <laughs> wow. <laughs> you should have heard what Adam said before, and we too. Okay, I want to see what you say on this shit. Come on, man. Yeah. That's, shit, that's a tough one, because you got Gaethje, who's a tough-ass ombre. 
that dude, you could hit that motherfucker like 18 times and he still won't go down. Right. But Khabib, he's strong. He's dominant on the ground. He has good boxing. But Keiichi's just a tough-ass dude, and he has he has good stand-up. So, uh, shit. Uh, damn, I'll give this to... But it all really depends on how um, Khabib's mind is, you know, after losing his father, so... Yeah, they said that majorly fucked him up. Yeah. I, I was reading some interviews. I was watching some interviews, and it seemed like it just threw him off. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Like, it's all... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, but I feel like that one might make him a little bit stronger. Yeah. To fight for his dad. So I think he's going to come out there. I, I, I give it to Khabib. Same here. Same here. Yeah. Uh, Wean Dog? Yeah, I think the smart pick is just to go. You know, the smart and safe pick is to always pick Khabib in these fights. Like the same thing with like when Izzy fought Paulo Costa. We always count, or a lot of us count Izzy out just because, you know, he's, he's, he's portrayed himself as a little bit cocky. We want him to get knocked out, but we always look past his skills. And I think in this fight against with Khabib versus Gaethje, a lot of people are looking past Khabib's skills and just counting on Justin to go and just pressure him and knock him out. But I think never count out Khabib, dude. He is He's the champ for a reason and undefeated yeah. for a reason, you know. I, I, I disagree with you all. <laughs> I think that Gaethje has a head like fucking Thanos, and he's going to take tons of damage, but he, he, he hits harder than anybody. I think that he's fine, honestly. Even, even, even McGregor, I think Gaethje, Gaethje was pressure moving forward, and he can wrestle. And I, yeah. think, that, I think that he's going to catch Khabib, and it's going to be nighty-night. He, doesn't hit, he definitely does not hit harder than Conor McGregor, though. I mean, no, his left is not, but he, he, you know he hits hard as fuck. He does, but the thing is, I think it's the same thing with, like, Ferguson, where, uh, you know, Khabib makes almost no mistakes in his fights. Gaethje, yeah. Gaethje makes, like, <laughs> hundreds of mistakes, which is why he's so exciting. Uh, but I don't know if he could – if he, he has to fight the perfect fight. Khabib just has to, has to fight his fight, where Gaethje has to fight the perfect fight. You understand? Um, yeah. But Khabib, I mean, on, on the feet – I, have, I don't think he's any, had anybody – even uh, McGregor didn't pressure him the same way that Gaethje can pressure you. Yeah, he no, did. you're right. I mean, but it's a matter of whether or not Gaethje will use his wrestling and whether his Division One wrestling will counteract Khabib's wrestling. Because Gaethje has never – Khabib, everybody he's fought, has never had a Division One All-American – he's a four-time All-American wrestler, Gaethje. People forget about that because he just wants to go out and swing with everybody. But yeah. if he could actually defend the takedown and keep it on the feet, uh, finally, Anderson Silva versus Uriah Hall. Oh, That's oh I got to go. I got to go. Ah, shit. I got to go with my boy Uriah Hall. Why? I feel like Uriah Hall, he's younger. He's stronger. <laughs> I feel like his uh, karate skills, and plus me and me and Uriah, Uriah Hall, we go way back from uh, World Combat League days. Wow. And I've, oh. seen, and I've, seen, and I've seen that guy like do some crazy, crazy shit on uh, – yeah, but this is – but Anderson Silva is because he's so much older. He's 70 years old, bro. He's 75 years old. I think he's 80, 85. Yeah, yeah. But, no, but I, you know what? After I fought, watched him fight Stylebender, Stylebender won, but I was surprised someone of that – he just he, – he still got some shit that he can put on. Yeah, you know? but, and, you're, and also Uriah Hall starts every fight in the third round. But, um, but the, you're right. by the way, uh, getting back to that, what was Chuck Norris like? Cause he was the world oh, he, was actually, he was actually a cool ass dude, man. He was real cool. Really? Uh, yeah, we would hang out with him in the back. Uh, he would watch us like get warmed up. 
he will actually come out there and hang out with us. That's the crazy thing. Did he, did he try to like show you any? Because he was the World Combat League. It was Chuck Norris's World Combat League. So hey, that's what we thought we were the shit. We were on Versus Channel every single week. <laughs> yeah. Now, did, did Chuck ever try to give you pointers? No, no. Ever- Chuck knew that I wasn't on. His, I wasn't. His, I wasn't his team. Yeah. It was like Raymond Daniels, like the uh, uh, oh, was yeah. it? Um, Las Vegas Stars was his actual team. It was a team that he was always rooting for. I was with. Crazy thing, crazy thing is I wasn't with uh, Team Dallas, even from from Dallas, but I was on uh, the Oklahoma Destroyers. Ah. So we would be like, we were like, we would take out the Dallas uh, team like almost every every single season. Ah. <laughs> and there, and then after that happened, then they were trying to call Oklahoma Destroyers to get me back on because I was undefeated on that on that thing. Yeah, well, yeah, I was knocking everybody out on that. You're, thing. you're a world champion kickboxer, dude. Yeah. I mean, Why are you actually, you know, like, you know, like, yes, as, as you should. <laughs> when, are you gonna, when are you going to marry that girl? Uh, Probably next year. Thinking about proposing. You can't do better, bro. You honestly can't do better. Uh, oh, I know. Oh, I know. <laughs> she's smoking hot. She's thick in all the right areas. And she's, like, got a, and she's got, like, a real job. She's, like, a nurse or something, right? Nah, she has her own business. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, dude. You got to you gotta put a ring on this. I mean, you have you have kids, right? I have one son. How how? But your son's like thirty. Right? How how old is your son? Damn! <laughs> <laughs> I think my son's about the same age as your kid. <laughs> oh really? Two? You, you have two year old son? Oh, oh, your kid is two. Oh no, mine mine is about to be ten. Oh, ten. That's awesome. Yeah. Thirty years old. I didn't know. Like, I didn't know he was my little brother. <laughs> does your son like your girlfriend? Oh, he loves her. Oh, dude, then it's perfect. Oh, yeah, they get along. That's great, man. That's beautiful. Dude, you got to see this girl saying, you got, I got Instagram. She has mostly like clothing pictures, and, and you see one, you're like, what the fuck? So, yeah, she's like, <laughs> she, 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 she doesn't like put out, but, but then you'll see one, you're like, oh, that's what he's doing. Yeah. But, Is that what we're doing here? Is that what we're doing? Is that what what, we're doing? Am I wrong? Am I wrong? <laughs> no, you're not wrong. Okay, there you go. Uh, well, Anthony, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on uh, t- on Instagram at anthony.injokawani and also on my uh, fitness page, Injokawani Fitness. Now, if people in Vegas want to train with you, how do they do that? Uh, if people want to if people want to come and train with me in Las Vegas, I'm, uh, I'm teaching and training people. I'm teaching and also training, uh, teaching privates or training privates over at One Kick Next Gym. And that's located at 121 East Sunset Road, Las Vegas, Nevada, 8914. Shit, one. My bad. <laughs> awesome. Damn awesome. Yeah, how, how cool is that, man? Next time I'm in Vegas, I'm definitely going to go back. Uh, oh, come on. I got you. You know that. Thank Did you. you. Was it fun, man? Was it fun? Dude, he was amazing. It was amazing. And, I, and, and he was like, uh, you know, I, I, I was, I'm not the greatest kicker, but he makes you feel like you're actually good. Uh, so, <laughs> you, did, you, did, you did really good, brother. You did really good. Oh, uh, thank don't, you. Don't, don't, don't start talking like that. You did really good. Compared to a lot of people that I trained, you, you did really good. So yeah, it was it was it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun, and it was like, how often do you get like? I mean, it's like being trained by like you know Barry Bonds in baseball. I mean, you're like it's just, it's the best, dude. So uh, yeah. so, so thank you, man, and uh, <laughs> and enjoy the rest of the week, man. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Nice talking to you guys, man. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. Talking to you, man. Uh, Adam. Uh, no, I was gonna say, man, that's crazy. Like all you, all of you think Khabib. 
That's insane. Wayne was like, yeah, I got to go with the safe bet. Insane. Like, the guy's 27 or no. The guy's never lost a round. How I is know, it? but Gaethje's no joke, bro. I, 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 for a minute there, I thought it was insa- insanity of all of you. You, you just got to act like Gaethje is like – Gaethje's a beast, man. No joke, but don't forget, everybody was also picking Tony Ferguson too. Um, you know, Gaethje – I think people, people are funny. Like, this is a different Gaethje than before. Come on. I get it, but also Dustin Gaethje, who lost to Dustin Poirier twice. Uh, Eddie Alvarez beat him, I think, the first time. Yeah, Eddie uh, Alvarez beat him. You know, he was losing to Michael Johnson, and then he was winning, which everyone was. Uh, but he's one of these guys that, like, I'm not saying he's inconsistent because he's on a different level, but he's not but as consistent as Khabib. Khabib has never – you could argue he, he lost one round to Connor, and then some people think he lost that one fight against – who am I thinking about? Gil, uh, the guy that was like fucking 300 pounds that would get down to 155 earlier on in uh, – Khabib's like early UFC fight. Some people I, was, like, yeah. I, I, know, I kind of know what you're talking about, but I know what you're saying. The guy that uh, – the guy from Arizona knocked out. Uh, and like fucking uh, – uh, Tiago, was it – was it not Tiago? Uh, Gleason Tebow. Gleason Tebow. Yeah, yeah, I think it was him. People think he won that fight against uh, against. But him. but the, what I'm saying is is I think that Gaethje, this is a different Gaethje. I 100 percent agree. I love the fact he was being more patient, not rushing as much, not taking as much damage. Definitely uses kicks combined with you know head movement, which you've never seen before. He would come straight forward; his head would be on the line. Now that was also the worst Tony Ferguson we've ever seen, too. Um, okay, that's a great point. Fuck, I didn't. Okay. Uh, aside from the Tony Ferguson who lost to Michael Johnson, that was the worst Tony Ferguson we've seen. So that being said, this is a Ferguson that was like two year layoff or a year and a half layoff. Um, had some, a lot of outside issues. Uh, I don't want to get into it because I don't want to be disrespectful to him, but you look on TMZ and Google Tony Ferguson, there was some crazy shit going on. Um, so maybe he wasn't as focused. You think he just wasn't as, I think that there are certain guys like Tony Ferguson, um, the Diaz brothers, uh, the um, that they need to be in the gym all the time. I think that like the more, like like the, Mike Tyson when Tyson was first coming up, right under Custom Auto and Kevin uh, Rooney, they knew that this guy was a fucking ticking time bomb. They put him every month. He had a fight every month. So he was up to like 22 and 0 in like three months, three years. Yeah, when, three but, years. W- because they knew that like when he had time to not be in the training it was when things were going to go bad. Guns N' Roses, uh, who, when Guns N' Roses first came out, I read a, their autobiography. They knew that this band was amazing, but they were, not, they were not going to last because of all the drugs and shit and girls and everything. So they record everything and they put all this stuff in because they knew. Certain guys need to be in the octagon all the time. Uh, Donald Cerrone is a guy. Remember, he, what, he like fought seven times in a year until he finally lost to Nate Diaz or two years. I think Tony Ferguson is one of those guys where the more he's fighting, the better he is. And I think there are certain fighters that, like, the less time they're in the octagon, less they're training, the more time there is for them to fuck around and not fuck around, but just things to get in the way, whether it's a bad relationship or – problems or it throws off their it throws their focus off there you think 
Yeah, yeah, I think a focus. Mayhem Miller is is beyond the perfect example of a yeah, guy. That's, that's actually a good example, right a there. A guy that, like, when he was fighting often, he was doing great. He was because you're also when you're fighting, you're in the gym because you have a deadline. Yeah, right. What you got to do, right? I mean, look at these. You know how many comics are gonna suck right now when this pandemic's over? I mean, or you just probably just quit because they're not doing shows and they're not focused and. How many people do we know right now that are like, I know like at least a handful of friends that have relapsed, got divorced, fucked around, moved back home. Right. It's just, it takes, you got to be disciplined. I mean, I think that also, you know, with comedy, uh, continually writing and, and yeah. like I literally, I get up sometimes, I, I know this sounds old school and everybody's going to make fun of me. I have a yellow lined notepad. I write on a, I literally physically fit right up my shit. I don't even use a computer. I write it out on a pad. For some reason that works for me. And I used to get up in the middle of the night and just get, oh shit, that's funny. <laughs> write it down and wake yeah, up and go, yeah. the fuck is that about aardvarks? What is no, this? 1000%. And I just think that like Ferguson's the kind of guy that like, uh, like when, I, when those stories in TMZ came out, I'm like, this is not good. I mean, and I'm not making fun of his mental health at all because yeah, I mean, because he did have some issues. Yeah, somebody yeah. who suffers from mental health, who's had, my mother was institutionalized, had schizophrenia. I haven't seen her since I was three. You know, um, I've had a lot of family members have had drug problems. But when, when his wife was saying that he thought that the government was putting tracking devices in his legs or, or just some crazy shit that was going on, um, it was not good. And, and of course, that's going to take time out away from what you're training, you know? What, you, what you're doing. No, I, you made a great point. I just, I just think that I thought that with Woodley. I thought Woodley was doing too many things. Even though he was making money, he was making money, though, doing other things. I think he wasn't focused on it. Yeah, but the thing about the problem with Woodley is that, like, I mean, I'm, 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 I call him, I consider myself a pretty good friend of Tyron. And I told him, like, hey, man, aren't you doing too many things? <laughs> like, flat yeah, You yeah. said that? You really told him? Of course I said that to him. Wow. Uh, and he said, well, no, because really I'm only training two hours a day. And the rest of the day, or three hours a day, the rest of the day, I'm, what am I doing? I'm, I'm at home. So I'm, now I'm just putting in other businesses. But this, I wouldn't let, it's not like I would be training during this time. And I think he rationalized that to himself. But no, that, that, but wasn't, that wasn't but good. There's, but there's also like, maybe you're not training, but you're thinking about training. Maybe you're resting your body. Maybe you're eating right. You know, maybe you're, it's maybe other shit's going on. You know, it's like, so maybe physically you're not, you're not in the gym, but also, you know, it's also, it's mental. I mean, Carla Esparza, right. like two months out, she turns off, her, she gets a new phone. And does not return anybody's texts for two months for her for her fights. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I, you know, the, if you, you look at certain fighters, that that's the way they they go to the gym two times a day. They work on the jits. They work on. But I, I know what you're saying. But I never thought about it from that standpoint. And I'm surprised you said it to him. I would, I would, I, I thought it, but I wouldn't want to. I don't know if I would say I mean, it. To I mean, I, you know, I didn't say it to him like. Don't you think you're doing like I said it to him just in like a concerned way, like, hey, bro, don't you think maybe this is kind of distracting? Because you know, right now you're the champion, and you got people are going to be gunning for you. I said it in a way that like a friend would oh, say, oh, some cool shit, yeah. You know, I, look, listen, I also called Kobe the minute I found out that he got kicked out of the gym. 
I'm like, bro, I heard you got kicked out of the gym. Is everything okay? Like, I, I'm, I, I try not to just, you know, be friends with people on podcasts, you know, I, I, if I'm friends with you. I mean, I don't want right. to overstep my boundaries. And it's hard sometimes. People think that I'm just trying to, like, get information for the podcast. <laughs> but, right, or, yeah, or tell them what to do. But it's, yeah. it, it's, it's, it has legitimacy. So I, that's the thing I see. If somebody says something to me and it's legitimate, then I go. Dude, I called Ally Aquinta one night because he was drunk tweeting the craziest shit. And I was like, bro, take down those fucking tweets. And, he's, and I'm like, you're going to get in trouble, man. And he's like, you think? I'm, I'm, like, I'm like, yeah, like, yeah, of course. And he, he's like, all right, man. Like, if a comedian is telling you to take down your tweets. <laughs> you really got to take down your tweets. Right? You know, it's just a matter of sometimes. Of just, like, I was going to say a joke here, but I'm not going to do it. I, I was going to say. I just, you got to look out for people. Because you know? I, I don't want to I don't want Ween if I was going to say, why don't you call Trump and tell him to take down some of his tweets? That's <laughs> are kind of crazy too. Let me step in here and I just want to do some breaking news here. I'll share my screen so you guys can see this. Oh, never mind. The screen sharing is disabled. If you want to turn that on. It's just a new article in regards to Israel Adesanya's titty. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Apparently, he is going to be going under some tests to see what's wrong with his swollen peck. Uh, he's going to have an MRI done and some blood work done, but he still denies, of course, the ac accusations that he's on steroids. Uh, this is just the article right here. It just came out like 10 minutes ago. So what do you guys think about that? He's actually getting tested to see if there's something wrong. Well, listen, says, I mean, you can't say that he's on steroids from the look test and the eraser wasn't. <laughs> like, exactly. I mean, you know, he wasn't fighting Kelvin Gastelum here where you're like, oh, I don't think Kelvin's on steroids. You know, It does um, look just so weird right there, huh? Dude, I, a, lymphoma look, or something. a lot of guys, look, a lot of guys are, on steroids and they would not be able to beat Paul Acosta the way they did. Um, Israel also never lost. If you look at all his fights, jujitsu, wrestling, and uh, kickboxing, he's got a record of like 77 and five. Per... Jesus Christ, are you serious? Yeah, so he's not a guy that all of a sudden, you know, he was like a five and five fighter and won 10 in a row. And you're like, wait a minute, something's different here. So I think people are just looking for things because they don't like him. I think also the fact that like he was very vocal about Black Lives Matter, he was very vocal about uh, about other things. I think people are just um, they didn't they, they didn't like that about him. Um, and but they, they couldn't deny his fighting. But I know a lot of people that were like, "Oh, he's kind of a dick." Yeah, um, but, I mean, but also you know, fucking guys in the ass after you beat them and jerking off on their coaches is not exactly you know the, the mark of a classy fighter. So right, you're not endearing yourself with the ass fuck bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm sure that, I mean, Angela Hill is, is very Black Lives Matter, or not, she's pro-Black Lives Matter, but no one's accusing her of being Right, like it was that, the, you know? the way it goes about it, but I watched a whole bunch of it. I watched about maybe five of his fights, and I was like, I don't know what he's doing with all that anime shit, and then I went, but the motherfucker's good. He's like a, he's a sniper. <laughs> he is he's, a sniper, but he also is a sniper in this fight. The last fight, he looked fucking awful against... Uh, I think it was, yeah, I know. I think it was, yeah, he did look awful, but I think it was, he thought it was going to be more of a fight. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, I kind of have a winning that. I stand in the middle of the ring and wait for you. Come yeah, on. That was a, but I'm saying, it's just so funny the way fans are like going fight by fight with him. Like now all of a sudden they love him. They hate him the last fight. It's like, come on, guys. Like, but no, uh, this, this fight, he really, and other than Costa just standing there, which I thought was fucking stupid. Very but stupid. this fight, I think it was all the lead up and the talking shit. 
and he kind of backed up everything he fucking Cause said. Because he did he that against up. Robert Whitaker. He dismantled Robert Whitaker in one round. He, or maybe two rounds. But two rounds. It was two rounds. Was two uh, they might fight again, too, if I mean, Robert Whitaker gets past Jared Cannonier. He destroyed, right. he, he, he destroyed Derek Brunson in one round. I mean, the Kelvin Gastelum fight, I think, was a very close fight. I think Kelvin would have won if he would have won round five. Uh, I think he under, underestimated Kelvin, as most people do. And the Marvin Vittori fight, I thought he lost. Or you could argue he lost. That was it, was, I, I, it was on the fence. I thought it was um, on the fence on that one. But, the, but to dismantle Robert Whitaker in one round and Paulo Costa in two rounds, this dude is on a different level right now. Right. Uh, but I think he's going to have to – I think Robert Whitaker is going to get past uh, this. And Jared Cannonier. I th- yeah, and I think it's gonna, they're going to have to fight again. I really do. I, I thought Whitaker looked like shit against Darren Till, though. I mean, he beat Darren Till, but – uh, he did, he didn't look like the same. He could tell he lost some confidence in that fight. Uh, really? Well, Darren, but Darren Till's no joke, though. I think it was more the level of Darren Till that made him look that way. But I, I, thought, he, I, I thought he I thought he won that fight. But don't forget, I mean, Darren Till like got smoked by Woodley. He got destroyed by uh, Masvidal, or he got knocked out by Masvidal. No, he knocked him. He slept him. You're right. And then didn't he lose someone else? Was it like was it? I think he got three fight losing streak for that. Is it, uh, Wonder Boy or something? Wonder Boy beat him or lose? I think I think he beat Wonder Boy, uh, and he beat Cerrone, but it was I think he was on a two fight losing streak. I believe uh, Woodley was the first guy to really put it on him, and then Masvidal, and then someone else. He's another guy though. Darren Till is like he, he's entertaining as hell. He but. beat Kelvin Gastelum. Darren Till did. Yeah, he beat Kelvin, but before that, right? Before that, he lost to Jorge, he lost to Tyron, and then he beat Stephen Thompson, and yeah. he beat uh, Cerrone. Yeah, so he, was, he, he lost two fights. But I'm saying that Whitaker was, uh, Whitaker was looking unbeatable for a while. Yeah, he was a monster, but I think that – no, honestly, I think that they're going to fight again, and I think it'll be a whole different, totally different fight. I hope so. Whitaker seems like a really good guy. Uh, He's a good guy, but – I just feel like, you know, sometimes and – and also he has some back stuff going on. He has some other things going on. Yeah. And like you said, and you made a good point, he, he, he wasn't focused. He wasn't as focused. And you can't fuck around and not be focused when you're fighting style better. You no, I asked, Dana, I asked Dana about that because I was talking to Dana one time about fighters, and I was like, what is it? He goes, man, on the podcast, he goes, he goes, you know, so many guys have potential to be the champion. So many guys. But he said it could be just – bad relationship drugs coaching like partying it's like everything has to be there you know because it could be that one thing the fight with your girlfriend or you're cheating or you get it's everything has to be in sync because all it takes is one of those things to be out of sync that could fuck up a fighter's thing and granted you got guys that are special like mike tyson who was like yeah i have my wife in the in the front row my girlfriend in the second and my baby mom in the third and he had chlamydia and his dick was burning, and he's walking around the ring while his dick's burning, and still knocks the guy out in 35 seconds. So, granted, you could have those those. Well, he's a mute, though. Tyson was kind of a mute. But eventually, it catches up to you, uh, and when it catches up to you, like the problem is, like when you lose a fight, they don't give you the easier fight afterwards. A lot of times, it's even harder than the guy you lost, and now all of a sudden, the, the blueprints out how to how to how to how to beat you. So. When it goes, it goes, you know. Um, I think that happened to Anderson Silva after that horrible. That was it. 
Well, that was it. But I, I wonder if it's ever – some guys it never happened to. Uh, Floyd Mayweather never lost. Uh, he's just that good. I mean, but, he's, but he's a gym rat, though. They said that he's, he's super focused. Gym rat and his dad and uncle were both world champions, you know, and, and his cousin. Mayweather Sr. was a world champion. Roger Mayweather world champion. And Jeff Mayweather was a champion. When you have three guys raising you in the gym and they're all world fucking champions from out of Detroit, Michigan, like, you know. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, but no, but I saw a documentary on, I don't know if it was on HBO or Showtime, and this motherfucker literally trains round the clock. Oh, he, yeah. No, he, he's, but I'm saying it never caught up to him. Uh, even he went to jail, came back and was like better. Um, yeah, how the fuck like, do you do that? And I, I wonder if it's going to catch up with John Jones. John Jones might be that special of an athlete. And I know he had took steroids and yada, 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 but he was beating guys before steroids. Um, yeah, but when he fought Cormier, I think that it was, come on, man. I think that was bullshit, and I, I, I think he should have got the belt taken well, I don't. But I'm saying, are we ever going to see a catch-up to him? Because it caught up to Chuck Liddell. Remember with Chuck Liddell? Chuck was fucking everyone up, and then all of a sudden he was getting knocked out by Rich Franklin and knocked out by this guy and that guy. I mean, it, it caught up to BJ Penn big time. Uh, it caught up to – it didn't really catch up to GSP, uh, although he was losing his last couple fights because he kind of got out early. But it, 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 and it didn't really catch up to Demetrius Johnson because he was that good. But it caught up to Cody Garbrandt, uh, caught up to TJ Dillashaw. Uh, it, it, it caught wow, up to- Wow, you're making, there's a lot of people, you're right. Where they were like unbeatable and then they weren't, you know? Uh, so, you, I mean, Daniel Cormier, uh, although, I mean, he lost three times. He lost to John Jones and Stephen Miocic. He's still one of the greatest of all time, but it just catches up to you. At a certain point, you think all the bullshit out of the out of the octagon. But no, because I don't. I don't think Demetrius Johnson and them were like partying. Dillashaw was taking steroids. Uh, Cody Garbrandt, I think, got a little bit too sort of believing his own hype and fighting sloppy, you know. Uh, right. But he came back. We'll see. You know, I, I think BJ Penn hasn't looked as good though. I mean, I mean, I, BJ Penn became the the king of Hawaii. And I think that when you're like the fucking king of an island, uh, nobody. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, when like nobody says no to you. Yeah, but Wayne, Wayne was right. Uh, I think that uh, Wayne, you had said it. That Jones hasn't looked like the world beater, at least lately, to yeah. me. No, he wasn't yeah. the guy that beat Shogun and and uh, uh, beat Rampage and and just beat everyone. Yeah. I mean, time. to beat Rampage at that time. I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong, Rampage. Rampage for a while there was just fucking people up. And the way that Jones handled him, I was he, really he, impressed. He made him quit. He quit. No, he I was quit. impressed. Yeah, I know. And he's not, and he wasn't like that before. So I think Jones has changed people. But also when I found out how much, you know, he was doing roids and shit like that, I was like, well, maybe that's why. That's why I don't give him as much credit. And with Cormier, I still feel the same way about that. I mean, I feel like. You know, he deserved – I'm not a fan of Jones, so all you people that might think I'm hating on him, I just think that he's just a fuck he's – a, he's, a, he's a clusterfuck. And I just don't think that he deserves all the accolades because there has been some shaky shit he did. Of course. I, I think a lot of people agree with you. Uh, Wendo, what, what do you got coming up? 
just go subscribe over to the Joe Perez show on YouTube. I just posted a new video where I do a recap of the debates. I give my opinions and then that's pretty much it. You really do a recap of the debates? Um, yeah, but I, do, I don't take a strong side of Trump or anything. I just give my criticism of it. I don't do, okay. I'm not like a, you know. Part of that shit right there. Oh and Shane, what do you, what do you got coming up? I'm going to be doing Vegas. I forget the name of the place. Uh, I'm October 14th. I'll be there. I'm doing Vegas, two shows. And I'm, I'm actually going out and doing more shows, which I'm kind of nervous. I've been doing mostly Zoom shows, luckily making money doing Zoom shows. But I'm going to be going out and doing Vegas. You can go to my website, IamShang.com, and see the information. And I'm, uh, my show is going to get – is just got new sponsors. Savage AF got some new sponsors, and we're back by the Laugh Factory now. Love that. I will be at the Mall of America in Minnesota this – Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at the Good house. Uh, come on out if you're in Minnesota. Uh, thank you guys so much. Thank you, Shang. Thank yeah. you, Doug. Thank you. Uh, be safe, man. Be safe because that's some, a lot of, be safe on the road because that shit is no joke out there. I got it, brother. Take care. You're the best. Thank All you. Guys. All right. Yeah. 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 Ye